actually affects me you know um i battle anxiety i battle depression you know um all I, right chris we had an agenda let's, okay let's get uh, on let's go agenda. with agenda first then, <laughs> come on chris that's what happened <laughs> all right so it's been a while since we've done a uh, an episode but we're back this year we want to obviously do more do more release more episodes because there's so many things that are going on last year we were busy as hell but what did we do last weekend, Chris? Did oh. we walk 22 miles or did we not walk 22 miles? Holy cow. Well, I actually lo- walked a little bit more because I lost my car, but, um, but we did. We walked 22 <laughs> miles. Um, and, uh, Why I, did we walk 22 miles? You know, over uh, 22 uh, uh, veterans commit suicide every single day. And, you know, those are the people that, that risk their lives for our country. And um, we wanted to bring awareness to suicide and also mental health. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we just, we planned that literally within two weeks of doing the walk. I was like, hey, Chris, I have a crazy idea. Let's just walk 22 miles on New Year's Eve. And of course, Chris is all like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. And I can always depend on Chris to be down. Yeah. So what did we do? We just called a few more people up and we had friends uh, join us. There was a few of us. It was about eight of us. And then and then we had a safety vehicle, which was my truck mm-hmm. with a porter potty and stuff. But yeah, no, it was to bring awareness to the 22 veterans. And I brought Clementine. And you brought Clem. My new dog. And I brought Angus. Yeah. Not so new dog, but they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Clementine took a shit in Coronado. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I love it. Well, I, I, I tried to pick it up, but it was too dark. I couldn't see it. So and she, then she almost ran in the street. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Oh, you know what? That was a sign from God. <laughs> fuck it. It'll take care of itself. Yeah. Or the poor city workers will take care of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we walk to bring awareness to to mental health. We have it up there. We have printed a little sheet. Uh, and it's it's really, the walk was for the 22 veterans that commit suicide every day. And that was just been a count that they started doing since Vietnam. So it, that's because they realized like, oh shit, it, suicide is an issue. It is. It, you know, and it's been underreported. You know, one of the things I did was I cut up the, you know, I videotaped it, cut it up. But there's veterans, uh, a radio show said, hey, you know, it's, it's, it could be even closer to, you know, 44. So there's, uh, there's some underreporting going on. Um, but uh, the point is, is just to bring awareness to mental health. And I think uh, mental health is, um, has been the subject, especially uh, Ellen DeGeneres uh, show. Um, uh, what was his name who committed suicide? They're DJ, yeah. DJ, DJ Twitch. I think he committed suicide last month. Yeah. So people are kind of looking at things and, um, you know, um, you know, mental health, it's, it, it doesn't just affect, you know, people who are, you know, lower class, you know, middle class. It affects, it affects the rich. The rich. Too. I mean, I mean, Twitch, DJ Twitch, millionaire, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Famous, 40 years old. Yeah. And what's going on? Like, I think suicide is such a such a weird topic because because it's not supposed to happen mm-hmm. because like i mean we have homeless people or people you know in the slums they have nothing in life nobody respects them and and they're still surviving they'll do anything it takes to survive they'll fucking panhandle they'll do whatever it takes because that's the nature of animals of us creatures mm-hmm. 
And so for someone to commit suicide, it goes against all of that. It goes against the idea of humanity and living at all costs. And But so that's why it's so crazy. That's why it's so like a big thing that we don't, I, I guess we understand it, but maybe we don't talk about it yeah. enough. There's, you know, especially maybe t- t- 10, 20 years ago, you know, as the stigma of, you know, people, mental health, people kind of, hey, you know, suck it up. You know, we got to get this done, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, people are being more open and they're saying, hey, you know, this is, I'm battling, you know, for example, I, I battle alcoholism and, uh, you know, I'm always really open about it and just say, hey, you know, this is what happened to me. You know, I gave my life to the Lord. I haven't had a drink, you know, going on, you know, 14, 15 years. But, you know, people want to, sometimes people want to hide things because they feel ashamed of, 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 for whatever reason. But, um, that's the society. Society is changing. Society is saying, hey, mental health, is this is a real issue. Yeah. And I think you can see it being reflected in the culture at this point. Like a lot of songs are about mental health and mm-hmm. people, are, a lot of people are open about therapy now as opposed to maybe 10 years ago. Um, and like, I think it's a topic that it's worthwhile discussing because people have had enough, especially during these past few years with the pandemic. I think the pandemic definitely highlighted uh, that issue because suicide skyrocketed in this country during the pandemic. And it makes sense. You take away somebody's, I don't know, the only thing they got is their job or something, and you send them home, and and now they don't know what's going to happen the next day. They don't know if they're going to make it. They, they're, all they watch is TV, and in the media, all it does is put fear in us, like scare us, coronavirus is, this person is that, fascism this, January 6th that. So you're always scared at all times. And no wonder we're like full of anxiety and depression in this country because of I, I do blame society and the culture, like the media a lot because their job is to sell fear. Mm-hmm. The more fear they sell, then the more likely we are to give up our our liberties for sure. I do believe that. We're more likely to depend on the government for security. Like what's going on right now, a big topic is like freedom of speech and mm-hmm. what the whole Trump thing, the Twitter thing. Wherever you stand on that, I think I think it all it's all intertwined for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that you know, especially you know, COVID and 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 uh, the way people speak, um, people are just you know, you got to be careful what you say now. Uh, people will. Uh, um, you know, we have a filter. A filter is, the filter that we have now wasn't here, you know, 10, 15 years ago. You know, oh, check out my Facebook 10 years ago <laughs> and then you'll see it was like, I've been deleting things, but. I haven't deleted anything, so help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll get fucking X'd and canceled real quick, but whatever the fuck. We're still here. We survived for this long. But yeah, that's why we did the, the walk mm-hmm. to bring awareness. Let's bring it back to the suicide and mental health. It's important because without our mind, we're nothing. That's it. We're nothing. Like we're useless. If, yeah, you're fit and, yeah, you have a good job and you have a good family, but if your mind's not there, nothing means anything. Even you can get depressed when you have it all. It's one of the worst things, you know. um, You know, you break your leg, you know, you have a cast. I mean, there's, you know, easy fixes. But with mental health, especially, you know, when I had to get on medication, you know, you, you, you have to want to get better and you have to cut things out of your life. You know, alcohol, like I can't, I mean, I can't drink anymore. I can't even drink coffee. You know, I have to drink, you know, green tea, 
you know. And, Shout out uh, green tea. Uh, sh- oh yeah, this is uh, if you if you can't drink coffee anymore, try this stuff. <laughs> this stuff has the same amount of coffee, but you know it doesn't you know get me all anxious and stuff. But I learned like you know health. You know it's it, you know your mental health. It's also like you know what I've been putting in my body. You know I I've been doing a lot of fasting. You know to stay focused and you know as you get older. You know when you're in your twenties, you know you go <laughs> you go hard. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, when I used to drink, when I used to party and, and do all kinds of things, but as you get older, you know, those things can, can have an impact on, on your mind because you can't, I can't go out like I was 28, you know, or 20, 25, you know, because my body will let me know that I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think even in your twenties, cause kids, kids are all depressed now, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's because maybe they're exposed to more things. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is or whatever. But I think we are exposed to a lot. We're exposed to social media. We know what everybody's doing at all times, which I think it could hurt us. It could hurt us mentally. It can, it's not, I don't think it's the best thing for a kid or for an adult. That's why we're all hooked on their phones. Look at me. I have a fucking phone right here. Mm-hmm. And we're always on social media. We have four different social media platforms. And whatever we portray on those platforms, is it really us? Is it really what we're doing at the moment? I know I've seen pictures, and I'm pretty sure I'm guilty of this, of, like, happy couples on social media, but mm-hmm. then they break up the next month or something. <laughs> so it's not – I think it's, like, putting a fake persona out there at all times, and you have to keep up with it. So I think that's what that's all part of this. It's all part of the mental health thing that maybe we've lost touch. We've, we've been losing touch of humanity, of what it really means to be yeah. human and, and happy and, like – and maybe, like, uh, comfortable – with what we have, not always wanting more you is brought, okay. Yeah, you, you brought up a you know good point. The perfect family, you know, you know it's easy to put, take pictures and, and and say, but hey, you know I've been married. I'm you know uh, going on. Got, got the lights off. It's okay. <laughs> it's part of the show. It's part of the show. It's part of the show. Well, anyway, you know, like you, you make a good point. You know, um, you know. Uh, you know, I have uh, my wife and my my three girls, and you know, I love them very much. But you know, I'm a flawed man. You know, I I make mistakes, and you know, I I have to you know work things out. Um, you know, I, you know, my daughters, and it's a different world. But one of the great things about having three daughters who are kind of growing up, they kind of correct me, in, in a way like, Dad, you can't say that anymore. You know, it's it, it, you know, and and because there's there's sensitivity there, and I think. Um, you know, uh, it's important to, um, you know, to, you know, people are sensitive and that's something you need to look at in individuals. I think there's a couple of things right there. I think if you want to change and you want to be a better person, you kind of have to accept all that criticism or, or not criticism, but more like that advice that your daughters are giving you. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't say that anymore, but by you want to become a better person mm-hmm. and understand the world. You're, you take it in and you're like, okay, cool. Well, I want to adapt. I want to be part of this family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think most people are not like that. Most of us are like, fuck that. I'm going to do whatever I want because we have that ego. Mm-hmm. The ego is what destroys, I think, people because even though we're wrong, we know we're wrong, we'll still do it. Yeah, you want to sit on the throne. You yeah. want to be in control. You want to be able to, to do you know everything you can. You know, but one of the things that, uh, you know, I, I love doing is, you know, you know, we have this filter, right, with society. But, you know, when I talk to my wife, I don't have a filter. You know, I, I, I say whatever I want, pretty much. 
Um, and it's great to kind of let down your guard and kind of open up and tell people about your feelings and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and, you know, when I'm at work, it's different, you know, I have to, you know, there's, you know, there's impact, you know, when you're at work. So, you know, the filter is there, the filter, the filter. Well, well, like Shakespeare said, like we wear different hats. We wear different hats. We wear different hats. So we're different, we're different characters. Or Frederick, uh, uh, Nietzsche. Uh, when he said, "I am myself in my and I am myself in my environment," you know. Yeah, so it depends where you're at, and where you are. If you're a student, you wear that hat. You, when you're at home and you're a kid in the sun, mm-hmm. you wear that hat. Mm-hmm. When you're a worker somewhere, you wear that hat. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what it is. But in your case, with your wife and stuff, I think it's because you have someone mm-hmm. to be able to open up to and listen to you, and you listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Most people. Or I'm not going to say most people, but I think a lot of people don't have someone they can open up to and really express and and then bounce off ideas with. Well, it's like, you know, that's why friends are really important. Yeah. I mean, you and I have known each other for a long time now. Four years. Four years. And you always, you know, you keep track. That's yeah. I like that. <laughs> but hey, Chris doesn't know where he's at right now. <laughs> he has no idea where he's at right now. <laughs> You'll be yeah. lost with a GPS. Lost. Like, you'll be you know, lost. after the walk, I did. I did get lost. You did I thought, get lost. You I thought my car, car got towed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that's hilarious. But yeah. But, uh, Anyways, I don't saying. know what I was saying. I don't know. Exactly. You get lost. I keep track that we're friends. We've been friends for a while. And no, it, it, it you know, and and I, I can take down that filter, and I can talk to Juan about things, and and uh, you know, and and as you know, your friends, you know. The filter is going to be there, you know, as you kind of spread out. And it's like, but I like hanging out. And and I can take down my filter with your family. I mean, we'll go to Big Bear, you know. But that kind of, like, openness. And I think, you know, uh, being able to kind of say things. And maybe... You you might you might say things that that might be uh, you know and you want don't don't want to say it in mixed company but it's nice to just open up and just be a guy or be a gal or or whatever you know. Yeah, I think part of that is having a community or support group or mm-hmm. close family and friends that you can trust because when you have no filter, you're trusting them that they won't put you on social media for saying whatever right kind of deal but whatever like we're we're all animals i believe that i believe a lot of us are more nastier than what we say we claim to be but i get it we have to wear our hats at work and be professional and play the play the role play the part because mm-hmm. society has to go on but in reality in our minds we're a lot nastier we're dirtier we're mm-hmm. we're animals we have urges we have subconscious so we do and think different things, and that has to be kept in check at all times. Like our ego has to be kept in check at all times. Otherwise, you just run wild. Why do you think shit happens when you do drugs and alcohol? Like, yeah. Because it just lets it go. It's like, fuck it, no filter, YOLO, and then that's when we get in trouble. That's, that's how it especially, goes. Especially, you know, we're talking about, you know, uh, philosophy and, you know, I am myself in my environment, and, uh, you know, you're talking about Shakespeare, but... They didn't have cameras. They didn't have social media. They didn't have. There's just. It's out there now. It yeah. really is. Uh, there's forever. Cameras, forever. Forever. And 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 it's just going to get more and more. Uh, you know, do your best and and just realize, you know, you know it's it's really easy to 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 uh, look at the fault of of people, um, but you also have to look at the totality of the person. A yeah. lot of people want to do good, and 
especially if, if maybe you saw them do something wrong and, and, and you call them out. I go, but I, I you ask yourself, did you ever uh, tell that person what he's doing right and what you really appreciate? It's easy to, it's easy to tear down people. It really is. But, you know, no one's perfect. Yeah. Now, trust me. I know. <laughs> I know. I fucked up so many times. And maybe you don't get caught. Sometimes you get caught. Sometimes you don't. Mm. But speaking of that, and on the way here, I was talking to you about that podcast I've been listening to. I just started listening to it with John Bernthal, the actor from uh, The Walking Dead. It's called The Real Ones. And he interviewed Shia LaBeouf. And I told you about Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. uh, Walking I, Dead, in case you don't know. Wait, what? Walking Dead? Is he in The Walking Dead? Not Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh. John. John oh, is. John, John is. is. John okay, is. John. That's right. Shia LaBeouf is an actor. He's been an actor his whole life. Right. And he's a little brat. Um, and he got in trouble. He he, he, he hit a girl or he hit a, or something. Domestic violence, let's mm -hmm. say, right? Uh, and then society dropped him. The Hollywood dropped him. His friends and family dropped him. But John Bernthal brought him onto his podcast not too long ago and just to talk about it. Just to talk to him because they're friends. So people told John, like, don't do that. What are you doing? Like, that's going to be your demise. Like, no, he's, he's canceled. But he said, I don't give a fuck. I need to talk to him. And then during the podcast when they're talking, they're, they are talking that. Like, no one is there for that person. Like, we still need to fix that person. We still need to fix Shia. Yeah. If we keep him, uh, you know, like, not part of society or whatever, he's only going to go down that rabbit hole even more. Yeah. Nobody's there for him. Yeah, sure, if you acknowledge and you accept that whatever you did is wrong, now what? Do we just outcast them for the rest of their lives and, and then that's a thrown away human being? No, that's whole mental health thing that we're talking about is mm -hmm. like people are flawed and, and maybe like things happen to us, trauma or whatever, and then we do bad things because of that. And I talk about it all the time with like the Marines. I was in the Marines and... All we do in boot camp is yell kill to say yes, kill to say no, to, con to confirm. And so if that's all we're being indoctrinated to be, and then we get deployed and we experience like trauma and all that stuff, then when we come back to society, what do they expect? Of course we're going to get in trouble if we don't really fix ourselves or anything like that. Like I know I've gotten in trouble. I've gotten arrested. Uh, all right, so my parents are watching this. This is the first time... <laughs> They're going to hear this, but yeah, but then you seek help though. Then you want to fix yourself. But that's what I say is like that the system created whatever that was, which is like, I think like someone that's aggressive, someone that's mentally not stable, because I think you have to be in order to get deployed and do what you got to do to survive out there, yeah. you know? So what do they expect when you come back? You're, yeah, you're no longer a hundred percent. You're no longer going to be a law-abiding citizen, you're going to be a little bit nuts and a little bit crazy. So you get in trouble. And then what happens when you get in trouble? Then you get a record. And then society drops you off. And then there you go. Homelessness. homelessness. That's what happens with a lot of veterans. They're homeless. There's 50,000 veterans that are homeless right now. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's very punitive. And uh, it's just the, the, the homeless. And, and I think we, you know, you know, I've been thinking about the, the term, and it's been used a lot. Um, you know, homeless uh, for me is a is a defeatist. It's a defeatist type of word, and I think we have to look at unhoused. Look look at it in a different way that they are unhoused, because it's easy just to throw 
throw it, yeah, you know, they're homeless and that's it. But, you know, homeless, I think hopeless. You know, when I think of unhoused, I think of, you know, my faith, you know, loving the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and love your neighbor as yourself. And those are God's people. And, you know, they talk about different things happening, but, you know, we, there's no quick fix to the, the unhoused problem. However, I think, you know, getting started, moving forward, I'm going to kind of maybe have a, a jar at my house every time I, I use the word, you know, homeless, that I have to put money in that jar, you know. And unhoused is just like, you know, there's, there's hope. There's something that we can do. You know, it's just, that's just... Or Chris, quit tapping your feet. I'm tapping my feet. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I have to correct it because I'm like, God damn, this is going to come out. But, but yeah, homeless people, they're, they, they're part of society too. Mm-hmm. What We just throw them away and that's it. We just walk by them, fuck them, and then that's it. You can look at it in different perspectives as in like, let's just say, humanitarian. You care about people, we got to take care of these people. Mm-hmm. Economically or business-wise, you don't want homeless people around and making your business look bad and using your business for free and all that stuff. So I think as a business perspective too, we want to take care of them. It's like, hey, we want to house them, get them a job so they can buy your shit, so they can be part of society and we can use those tax dollars for the greater good and whatnot. We, there's, and then let's say they go to prison. They're not going to pay anything. They don't, they're homeless. They're houseless. They don't have money to be paying these fees and fines and all that stuff. So all that money that's being spent on them to put them in jail or whatever, it comes out of our pockets, the yeah. rest of us, society. Yeah. So it's only, it, it's only in our own interest to want to take care of the houseless, yeah. like because they're part of society and somebody has to pay for it. They're unhoused, and 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 then there's crime. They have their own uh, social system down there. There's uh, you know uh, there's people who are running. It's not the the police. You know, there's, there's like, it's like an, it's like another, like another city. Yeah. Yeah. When I used to be a security guard in downtown, me and Miguel ride bikes and, and we really, we talk to the homeless all the time because that's what we interacted with. Uh, and yeah, they have their little tribes, they mm-hmm. have their own little groups, social groups, their own habits, their own, uh, like, oh, this is where I go to get this and that kind of stuff. This is how we survive as a community because you have to protect yourself. There's kids out there. There's kids out there. Um, that are houseless as well. So don't we care about kids and stuff like that? So that's why I'm really passionate about like being anti-war because we spend so much money in war and weaponry and new planes and gadgets, but then we have no money for the rest of us, for the kids that are homeless, for the half a million people that are houseless and 50,000 that are veterans that are out there. And these are all, not all of them have just, that are druggies that want to be houseless. A lot of them, do have jobs. A third of them have jobs, by the way. A third of them. There's teachers that are houseless. So what the fuck? So that's why I'm so passionate about being anti-war because I'm, I'm in the mindset like, well, we're always having money for war, but we don't have money for this other X, Y, Z that will help out society. That'll help out businesses and, and us in the community and stuff like that. But maybe that's why I'm so like passionate about labor because I feel that labor, we can we can funnel this kind of energy of we want to take care of the houseless. We want everybody to have health care, mental health. I think by being part of the labor movement, we can funnel that energy. Mm-hmm. We want to get everybody to, under a union contract. And with union contracts, you usually make more money. 
usually have have healthcare, a pension, annuity, or whatever, more security. So you're better off as a human being with a union contract. It would take care of a lot of these issues. I mean, there's a reason why during our great era in the 50s and 60s when we're at 30% density, the middle class ballooned and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then on this decline, then you see the largest disparity between like CEO and freaking uh, and its average worker. And all of a sudden in late 90s, you started seeing a lot of the houseless population rise. Here in City Heights, where I live, it's getting out of control. It's crazy. It is getting out of control. I mean, and there are people who want you to continue to use the word homeless instead of unhoused because they want you to forget about the problem. They want you to go to work. The unhoused, the problem is just going to get worse and worse and worse until it gets addressed. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Well, right now, Mr. Biden is all like, oh, economy, whatever, recovery. He can kiss my ass because there's more homeless people, period. Inflation is ridiculous. The same $100 doesn't go as far. Gas is still ridiculous. That's crazy that um, all these things are getting way more expensive. So whatever little victories workers had with raises, it didn't go that far. So everybody's one medical bill away from becoming homeless, houseless. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue saying homeless. Hey, I was born and raised in La Jolla, okay? And I think I saw maybe a handful of homeless people. And like I said, see, I get back into the... But it is something, it's going to take work to say unhoused because we've just been indoctrinated with that word over and over and over again. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a word that doesn't have as much sympathy as saying unhoused. When, when they're unhoused, you know, just, it's different. It just, it's kind of like, you know, um, you know hey, you know, this is, this is, a, this is a problem. Um, but there's a remedy. I mean, we would not have an unhoused problem if everyone woke up in the morning and said, hey, we're going to fix this. That, it's the will. And the will needs to start, first of all, with changing the narrative into uh, the unhoused and uh, you know, creating something, an infrastructure. Chris, your feet. I'm sorry. Got my yeah. feet going. Yeah. Too much, green, that, too much green tea. Too much green tea, I told you. <laughs> it's powerful. I got my monster, but it's not that powerful. Excuse me. But yeah, that's. I think mental health this that last year really became a t- bigger topic in my head because I realized that, oh, shit, I really need to check my mental state at all times. I think it's easy to like drink because I drink. You don't drink, but I, I do drink. And then go down that rabbit hole to where uh, you don't think the same. Yeah. You're not healthy. You're not in your right state of mind. So you make mistakes then. And I think that's the whole point of this podcast is to address mental health. That um, you have to be happy with yourself. You have to be happy with yourself. And with, and then, then you can be happy by by the rest of society and being mm-hmm. able to be there for your parents, for your girlfriend. <laughs> you have to use the bathroom. Yep. But, yeah, I think that's the big thing. And trust me, I feel like uh, this is the year. This is the year where we get our mind checked. That'll help us get our body checked. Uh, and then so we can be better members of society. And the, Yes, and, 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 and part of that is, you know, I think, you know, I believe in the goodness of people. And, um, you know, but we're at the time where social media and everything's going on and, 
you know, you if you you got to entertain and you want to do good at the same time. People need cuz the attention span's different. That's what we're fighting for. We fight for a lot of different things. Last year, 2022, we went to Sacramento, to Fresno to walk with the farm workers mm-hmm. because the farm workers are important to us. They feed us. And we fought for a bill. Gavin Newsom signed it because he saw our podcast when we were calling them out. Yeah. Yeah, he's scared. Oh, yeah. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, but we fight for all kinds of different things. We fight for health care. We fight for Palestinian rights. Mm-hmm. We fight to stop all these wars. But we also fight for union contracts. That's our job. Mm-hmm. But it comes with everything else because we want a better society. We want the government to serve us. Mm-hmm. And stuff, and to reprioritize all these tax dollars that we pay every year, and things that we care about, and things that'll help our society. I and I use the term "they feed us," and that's a powerful, powerful term. And essential workers, uh, you know, with COVID and everything that was going on, we really realized, you know, how important everyone is uh, who you know help. It's a it's a system. Uh, the financial system, the, you know, distribution of food. And um, the farm workers, they feed us. Would we have said that 40 years ago? Or would it be a different different narrative? Now we're kind of looking at, you know, people as people. And the home, the home, see, I'm saying it again. It's, it's, it's so embedded in the fabric of our society to say that. And you know, it's going to take some time. It's going to, I'm not coming on the show saying, oh, okay, you know, I'm, you know, we're going to stay unhoused and that's it. It's, it's not, it's just kind of like, you know, Hey, you know, do we, do we really want to remedy the situation? And I think, I think, uh, starting with using the term unhoused, it's a way to change way of people thinking. Yeah. And mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health is what it's all about. You know, they say, uh, you know, Oh, suck it up, suck it in. Actually, I think when you're open about, you know, I'm always open about what my struggles with depression, anxiety, alcoholism, but you know, you're I think when you're open about things, it actually is a strength because you're 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 kind of opening up and and people will open up back to you. I mean, time, you know, uh, you know, people talk to me at my job, members or, you know, and I tell them what I went through and they're all holy cow, you know, and 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 they're more open. It's trust. Yeah. It's trust and Tell hope. It's trust. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I used to think. Of course, that's what I used to think. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. What the fuck? Suck it up kind mm-hmm. of deal. But then, uh, now I'm in my 30s. I had my birthday last week. Ooh, shout out birthday. Um, <laughs> 37 now. So I think differently now. I don't have to think like a 21-year-old anymore, an 18-year-old, mm-hmm. where things are cool to call things a bitch and a pussy. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, How's that going to help me? <laughs> How's that going to help me be a better person for my family, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. my friends, by just sucking it up? I think that's, that works. I guess it works until it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Until you drink a little bit too much and then you pop and then you get in trouble, you get in the fight, you get arrested. So I think, yeah, I think by admitting kind of deal, like, yeah, you have an issue and I like, want to seek help, therapy, or whatever, that is a strength. That is a Oh man, you're you're admitting like, because you're admitting to yourself that you have an issue, so you want to fix it because you care about people mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. You want to better it for them too, not just you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that is being a man is admitting and then just taking a step back and like yeah, I fucked up. 
I think I think that's okay. We're we're, we're grown ass people. We want to fix ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a broken leg, like you said, you want to fix it so you can be as productive as possible. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your mind and your health. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's where I'm at. I think uh, this is the year for me to really focus on mental health because mm-hmm. I think by being a better person of yourself, then you can help everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Our whole thing is to help people. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, h- helping people, it's what it's down to. And and in in my opinion, I think we have to start changing the way we we say things. And uh, instead of using defeatist words, you know, we use words that that have hope. Um, we're all flawed. Um, you know, um, I was born and raised in La Jolla, so you know, m- my parents like if I needed money, you know, I just call them up. Hey, mom, I need money. But people people don't don't have that same luxury. People live paycheck to paycheck, like you said. Most people. Most people. Yeah. Most, I should say. 70% of Americans, if not 80, live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, part of the, you know, the reason is, 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 is just things are expensive. And that's, you know, we're, we're here. We're here to uh, raise the standard of living, to, you know, create more union density. Because at the end of the day, you know, even the Pope is talking more about unions. Yeah, unionize them. Yeah, union, you know, talking about, you know... The goodness of what we're doing. People are realizing that, hey, if I've been brainwashed for the last, you know, 20, 30 years, people are like, hey, unions are, unions are, unions are good. Unions are useful. There's hard. a reason why they don't teach about the labor movement in school, mm-hmm. K through 12. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. That's to indoctrinate the shit out of our kids to think that it's all about meritocracy and blah, blah, blah. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, Amazon, one of the richest men in the world contracts with the cia i know we're getting uh, like off track here but what i'm trying to say is that he invests in schools and school boards Mm -hmm. so that we don't learn about labor and unions and solidarity so Mm -hmm. that we just learn about corporations being good and that's it Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that and then that's why here now i didn't learn about the labor movement until college until sdsu Mm -hmm. that's crazy but you learn about the fucking president and economics and government in high school but not the labor movement the thing that build help built america that's freaking ridiculous that's that's and big, they build america yeah you know building trades you know what there's unions are just they're they also you know create a a standard of living that that people need and uh you know if there were more union i mean i'm gonna go out and say it if there if there was more union density there would be more. There would be less unhoused people in this country. Yeah, yeah, plain and simple. That's why. Now to wrap it up, or to bring it back about mental health and everything that we started talking about. Mm-hmm. I think before I started in labor at the labor council, twenty eighteen. Uh, definitely, I think I think I was a little bit off for sure. Some people watching this might be like a little, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, once once I found labor, I felt like I was part of a bigger community, mm-hmm. and then I got accepted into labor. Brothers, we, we use the term brother and sister and all that good stuff. And then that's when I started really getting a balance for myself as an individual, and I really started becoming confident in being a human being and that kind of stuff. That's what labor has done for me as an individual. I was able to buy a house with it, retire my parents. Uh, and then not live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's 
because of labor, because of these union jobs that I that I got. So yeah, I think the more union contracts are out there, the more people that are unionized and having a better standard of living, there would be less hurt, pain, less people with not having health care and less homeless people. But yeah, no, there, there's so much to it. Like we're just dudes, two guys. Uh, we have our own perspective. We come from labor and this, these are our opinions. We, It's not like we read all about health, mental health, but these are our opinions and, and thoughts. And we, we talk to a lot of people, a lot of fucking workers all the damn time. Mm-hmm. So that's why we know what's out there. We drive through these streets and walk these streets. And, and I really don't think um, whatever they paint in, on the media, the economies, blah, 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 blah. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. They just, they just can't admit that 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 we need to change things now. Otherwise, it's gonna hit the fan. Yeah. Well, what are they talking right uh, right now? They're talking about what the, the speaker. The speaker. Uh, who he, gives a fuck? You know what? What the heck is that? If they spend as much time talking about the unhoused as they talk about the speaker, we'd already make a dent in the problem right now. However, it's distraction. It's all a distraction. It's a distraction. The January 6th thing. Who gives a fuck? That wasn't a real coup. If they, if they really wanted to coup the fucking Capitol, trust me, they would have done it. Yeah. That's 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 all I'm saying. It's like, what? No. That, no. But they're all distractions. Who gives a shit? Trump is not in office anymore. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let's move on. Biden's been in office. They had control of the House, the Senate, the presidency. Mm-hmm. Make some shit happen for workers. What the hell? What happened to the PRO Act? And... No, there's a bleep. There's nothing about it anymore. All it was was just to get support from unions. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, the Republicans are worse. I get it. Um, but the point of the story is that both parties need to be paying more attention to the people and what we need and what society needs as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, it's, it's something, you know, it's not a cast. You know, we can't just put a cast on the country. You know, it's it's something that it's 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 a it's a mental health. Uh, it's 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 the mentality of, of, of how we look at things. And, um, you know, moving forward, I'm going to use the term unhoused because it's important to me. It's important for people to um, to 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 use terms that that, you know, create hope and create opportunity for people uplifting. And that's kind of the, kind of part of the culture right now. I've noticed like the way, you know, people are speaking that it's more uplifting, you know, you know, the, it wasn't like that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, at least with me. Yeah. In La Jolla. In La Jolla? No. You know, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Must be tough. The streets of La Jolla. <laughs> it was, it was, it, you know, but uh, no, uh, you know, even though, um, you know, like, you know, my parents when they were together, but still it's, it's, you know, we had problems. You know, you know, mental health. It doesn't just affect. It doesn't just affect yeah, no. the rich. It's 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 it's. Uh, and we weren't rich. It you affects know. everybody. It affects everyone. It affects everybody. But that's what we're here for. We're here for each other. We want to help in the fix of society. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of problems, and that's our angle: is freaking labor unions, mm-hmm. empowering people mm-hmm. to find their power and their voice. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe that's the only thing that's going to save us: is workers coming together accepting each other, trusting each other, build that relationship, that camaraderie to take on the powerful. Because mm-hmm. these politicians, they're not there for us. No matter what, no matter what you see on TV, they're not. They're just not. They're funded by both 
by the same people um, that fund the Republicans, the Democrats, whatever. But but that's what we're here for is to unionize everybody. Unionize California. Unionize California. Unionize San Diego. Unionize City Heights. You know, it's for these the mental health for the unhoused these problems. It, you're everyone is going to have to speak to people they don't get along with. You know. Uh, people from different uh, faiths. It could be people from different um, um, uh, stations or, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, that is what's going to, people coming together as a, as a people saying, hey, you know, let, let's do this together. And, uh, you know, you might think, oh, that guy. And that's where we get back to, you know, people who make mistakes in life or maybe you didn't like what they did. And so are we going to, just because you don't like someone, you're going to take it out on on all the people suffering right now in the streets? No. You just got to say, hey, we agree on this. There's hope in this. We're all flawed, you know, and, and you know, uh, we believe that right now the we have this platform to, you know, further the helping and giving hope to society. Yep, that's where we are, doing God's work. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> he, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You are doing God's work, even though you don't uh, uh, believe in God, but uh, which is an irony. <laughs> we say, but uh, right. anytime I call you out on something, you're all, "Hey, I'm doing God's work. I'm doing God." Only when it benefits me. Yeah. So yeah. So that we just really wanted to highlight the issue of mental health, and that we all need. It takes a village. It takes a village for us to be there for each other and make each other better. Mm-hmm. We have to be understanding. People mess up. And when, when you do drugs and alcohol, you mess mm-hmm. up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Then you get caught. And then, but doesn't mean you throw the person away. No. You can't, you cannot. Forgiveness is really important. Um, you know, we're all flawed. We've all done things that, and we keep things to ourselves because we don't want other people to know. Yeah. And when we and then when something comes out about someone, oh, you know, and everyone wants to throw stones. Everyone wants to, you know, and uh, you know, uh, you know, for who whoever is not sin cast the first stone. I think pretty much everyone knows who said that. And it's like you know, we have to start looking at each other as, you know, uh, people, we're equal and, and when we can when we can do something to better, you know, better society. I mean, that's when you really live. You step out your comfort zone. Yeah. When you're the most honest to yourself and to others, mm-hmm. then I think you come to like a Zen kind of yeah. mental, you know, mindset. Yeah, you know, right? Like, you're, hey, this is who I am. Like, okay, I do need to f- fix this and that because you're honest. Now people appreciate that more, so they want to help you more mm-hmm. instead of always being the egotistical maniac that a lot of us are. Mm-hmm. Because we watch it on TV and we listen to it in music and we think that's cool, but it's. I don't think it's cool anymore. Not not for me. I think now it's more just be real and be there for each other mm-hmm. and enjoy the little things because, yeah, it's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. We only have five years. That's well, what we the, say. Three we years. Year. We got, well, you know what? That's the what, what's so great about the labor movement being such a, the approval of labor unions being so high. It's like we have a platform right now and we can really help people. And that's that's what we're doing. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this podcast. I mean – um, we're here to, I mean, to, to, to be able to, uh, lift up people, you know, I mean, what's better than that? Yeah. Well, 
Any last <laughs> words, Chris? Any last words? We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I just want to let you know if, you know, I am Chris Lopez. Um, you know, I'm also your union brother on TikTok, and you can follow me there. And um, that's your union organizer over there on TikTok with an O. So With a zero. With a zero? Oh, with Instead a zero. Of yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's what I meant. Yeah. So, yeah. And on Twitter and whatnot. And Twitter. But, and well, you're badass on Twitter. So yeah. that's cool. I haven't gotten a hit in a while just because uh, my campaign definitely took the, a lot of – but we don't have to get into that. We'll have another <laughs> podcast about that. But definitely. So, yeah. So we're just here, two guys, yeah. two microphones. We're just trying to get the word out. Yeah. We want to get the word out. We want to talk to people. We just We're just here. We're just trying to do God's work. Yeah, and labor is, uh, uh, I was, I, I, it escapes my mind, but labor um, did a lot, created like, you know, better working conditions and all this stuff for, you know, society over the years. Let's tackle the unhoused problem. Let's be a part of that. That'd be badass. You know? And, and we're going to th- do it. it. We're already doing we're it. Already doing we're it. already doing it. We're already doing it. We're already doing it. We're already doing it. All right, so everybody, um, this will be up soon. Uh, Just catch us on the flip side.